do you not love me? Low-key, oh. a lot happens in this episode, and I'm a little bit stressed about how long it's going to take us to record. I don't think it was like it's that long. Hello, hello, hello. All right, Escaping Reality fam, we're back with a recap for you of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season three, episode five, entitled Drag Lexa. It's your girl and your gay. We're here to talk about a new episode of Drag Race UK. We are having so much fun with this season. But before we dive on into our little combo, let's quickly just remind you to please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please follow us on Spotify so you know when we're dropping new episodes. We had a whole week of new episodes come out last week. I hope you enjoyed them. Slide to our DMs on any thoughts you have, any thoughts, feelings, questions, concerns. We're having so much fun this fall with all these new shows coming out. So DMs are open at Escaping Reality Pod on Instagram and ESC Reality Pod on Twitter, as well as our email at escapingrealitypodcast at gmail.com. So right on through if you have some thoughts. With that being said, we're going to dive into the snatch game of Down Under of Drag Race UK, where Rue is displeased for a majority of it. But before we get into it, let me just remind you what happened in episode four. In case you forgot, I don't know, you have blocked it from your mind because Scarlet Harlot's your favorite queen, whatever it is, let me tell you what happened. Last week was the girl group episode. We had two versions of the song for the first time in Drag Race history, a mid-tempo ballad version and an upbeat pop version. The upbeat pop version was taken by Scarlet Harlot's team and the mid-tempo ballad was taken by Vanity Milan's team. They called themselves Pick and Mix after Little Mix. The Slice Girls were our other team doing the pop version. Nick and I basically spent the whole time deciding whether or not that was actually the right choice. And then your girls Pick and Mix came out on top, all of them earning a Peter badge. That was Ella Viday, Vanity Milan, Theresa May, and River Medway. All of them earned a badge for their performance. And then our bottom two ended up being Charity Case and Scarlet Harlot, but no one went home. It was a double Shantae after the lip sync. Our theory is because there was an open spot. It's a working theory, but we feel pretty good about it. And yeah, so now we're coming back into the workroom. It's time to see where this new episode is going to take us post double Shantae. So post non-elimination. And we basically have a conversation about who didn't have any badges yet. And there's this like very subtle mention that Charity and Scarlett are friends in London? It was weird. Like, Scarlett said something of like, I'm really happy that we both got to say because me and Charity have known each other for a long time and we've worked together a lot. And I was like, huh, why is that just a plot point now on episode mm-hmm. five? It why have come we, up once. It hasn't come up once. Why have we never seen them talk to each other either? Like, yeah. it, it was very weird. It was bizarre. It was out of nowhere and it felt like we're going to work this in there because it's going to fit into the plot of this episode. Yeah, it literally was like shoehorned <laughs> in as like, hey, yeah. by the way, we're friends. And I was like, are you? It was just very bizarre. And then basically, I feel like there was a little bit of talking to Scarlett, but I feel like the more dragging of her comes the next morning or like the next week, quote unquote. I feel like there was a little bit of talking to Scarlett, like you definitely fought, you definitely tried your best in that lip sync. Same with you, Charity. So we're all glad you both stayed. But they do point out the only two people without badges are Kitty Scott Claus and Charity Case, right? Yeah. They're the only two without badges at this point. And but here's my, th- my thing with that, though, is like, let's be honest and real. Like, I'm on your team here. I can already tell where you're going with this sentence. I already agree with you, but say it. Like, say it. Vanity Milan and Theresa May wouldn't have gotten badges if it wasn't for Ella Viday and River Medway. So calm down. And they the, wouldn't the have had badges team... except that the whole group won. The yeah. The whole group won. The whole group won. And like, Kitty has like a great cutaway. Like, this episode is further solidified my love of Kitty and also the fact that I am Kitty Scott Claus. But Kitty has like this great cutaway of being like, we all know that I should have won a badge last week if we were being judged individually. We all know I would have won one, but here we are because we are judged as groups as teams i'm like that's the t like that's the t and like we all know vanity and Teresa wouldn't have gotten a badge they were the weakest on that team they were great the team itself was good that's why they won but like if you're looking at the standouts from pig and mix it wasn't vanity milan or Teresa may it was all of a day and river medway yeah so like that was their whole thing of like well you don't have badges yet and kitty's like bitch like I should have had a badge last week. We all know it. My team just sucked. 
yeah, Nick, you said it so well. That's it. Vandy Milan and Teresa May were the weakest parts. I actually think Teresa kind of held her own, but it just like the sum of its parts were better than like the parts separately, right? So yeah. Teresa May and Vandy Milan probably wouldn't have won a badge on their own. But in this setting, I think they did a really good job of making the whole group better. So for yeah. that reason, they are deserving of all of them getting a badge in that regard, but I don't think you'd have one without a group win. So right. they don't would've. come for Kitty Scott Claus. We will not hear it in this nope. house. But to continue this like post non-elimination situation, we get into the workroom the next morning, which is the next week in theory. We get in there and basically they are just reading each other. It's a whole bunch of back and forth. And River Medway, I just want to point out, holds her fucking own. Scarlet tries to come for her and River's like, no, bitch, I did not call Scarlet for you. Scarlet is trying to come for these girls and everyone's like, Scarlet, why are you doing this? Why are you, you being mean? Like, why are you being mean? You have no right. Girl, like, she tried to, like, call River out for being safe and River basically goes, well, I just won last week and you're in the bottom two. And, Tell so, him, and Scarlet's like, I mean, I don't know. I was like, Scarlet, like, stop talking. Stop talking. I mean, here's just the stop. thing. She was reading everybody. She was. And she they was... were all clapping back, but River Medway was the strongest. So, like, shout out to my girl. But- it was a river was the strongest but it was awkward because like scarlet would call somebody out they would clap back at her she wouldn't know how to respond so she would call out somebody else and then the other person would clap back at her and she wouldn't know how to respond so it's like scarlet you're the weak one here like i want to be clear like yes you have a challenge win but you also went from a challenge win all the way into the bottom two so like you have no reason to be clapping back at anybody or talking shit to anybody because you are the weak one here i think for me it's more that we're gonna get into this in untucked when she gets really upset which like spoiler alert she doesn't do well in this challenge either but does anyone really and she basically gets picked on a little bit um which we'll talk about in a second but she does sort of give this conversation about friendship and how she hasn't been good at making friends etc and i think there's some truth to that about her insecurity showing up in different ways and i think what we see is a byproduct of her insecurity and so she's like i'm gonna deflect and send it to other people not realizing like well they could send it back to me and now i'm in a like even shittier scenario so i think it's definitely just insecurity playing a huge part in her and her inner saboteur being like i'm gonna just come for these other bitches and they're like no you're not no you're fucking yeah, not. it was it was just mostly awkward because like she tried she tried it and it just wasn't successful any time that she tried and no. it was like stop just stop just stop because you're losing Painfully. But that being said, Rue comes in, breaks this up, and we decide to play a mini challenge game called RuPaul's Dog Race. What the fuck was this mini well, challenge? Let me paint a picture, Nick, and then yes, we can answer that question. Let this me paint for a all picture. the pup play gays out there. Enjoy. I actually didn't think that's what it was, so that's horrifying. <laughs> but here we go. RuPaul said, pair up with your best bitch and get into quick dog slash dog trainer drag to go through a show course. I felt like they were trying to do the Westminster dog show. Yeah, but isn't, oh, that is in London. Yeah, because Westminster. UK. Yeah, it's like It's a, just weird that it's like. Like, why are they doing it now? Like, it doesn't line up with Thanksgiving. So like, I don't well, understand. No, I was also just going to say, like, just like, it's weird that that's such like an American tradition, even though it takes place. Right? The like, the Westminster dog show is British, right? I don't know. Because it's like a Thanksgiving tradition. So, like, would it be British? I think it just, oh, maybe it's in New York. Oh, it's in New York. Okay. LOL. LOL. I thought I was giving them the benefit of the doubt, but I was wrong. So LOL. Okay. Never mind. I would like to know like the background on this. Not what we're talking about. <laughs> I know. Well, now I'm intrigued. Anyway, I'll look at this later. Anyway, not the point of this part of the podcast. So I was giving them the benefit of the doubt. It's not British. So I don't know. Maybe it is what you said originally, but they have to get into pairs of two and cringe. Scarlet tries to take Charity because they're quote unquote friends and Charity goes, I don't want to work with you. Charity like pushes her away. It was it was pretty awkward. I was like, nah, I gotta go. Charity's like, I'm gonna leave. I, I was like, wait, what? It was very awkward. It was very uncomfortable. And then we end up with four teams, and they were River Medway and Teresa May, Kitty Scott Claus and Charity Case, Ella Day and Vanity Milan, and then Crystal Versace and Scarlett Harlot. Were any of these teams, you were like, this is just gonna be bad? One of them had to be a dog, and one of them had to be the trainer, and I was just like, this just is like, uncomfortable. The challenge itself was just gonna be bad. I didn't even know Honestly, how they were gonna no, make it funny. I was gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I think the team that I thought was going to be the worst was Crystal and Scarlet. I also thought they were the worst, but then they won. <laughs> what were the criteria for winning? Make Rue laugh. But like, did they make Rue laugh? Exactly. I feel like Crystal did. Maybe Crystal did a little bit, but to me, Kitty, I am a Kitty stan. We all know this. If you're listening, like, y'all know, like, Kitty Scott Claus is my bitch. I love her. She's like, been my episode pick 
for forever and spoiler alert she's gonna be my episode pick again today because she's fucking everything to me but she was funny and who was her partner her partner was charity and charity was also funny too and like this just like worked better and like crystal and scarlet didn't work scarlet's costume kept on falling off too i was like what how that is a lot of editing that you needed to do to try and convince us that they actually won and it didn't work because i'm sitting here unconvinced it's just very weird i was like i don't understand maybe i don't understand the purpose of the challenge just in general like i was like I it don't... truly like mini challenges it didn't are seem truly... funny though like the, yeah. i didn't understand how they were gonna make it funny if the goal is to make rue laugh this seems like a very weird context in which to do that yeah i was like rue do you find dog shows funny like normally do you normally laugh watching a dog show and then you were like it would be funny if i made human adults do this basically like i i don't understand what we were going for it was weird and i didn't like it and then rupaul goes the winners are crystal Versace and scarlet harlot and you're like what wait how when did this happen i thought ella Vidae and vanity milan were also funny Teresa was like this spanish dog trainer who was just like straight up mean to river right, medway which right. was also kind of funny like again, the least funny was crystal and scarlet like in this essay i will they were the worst yeah it was weird i was like i don't think you're right i don't they, think you're you right were. they were the worst well it's kind of funny because the editing for this episode was just really weird i want to like go back two seconds to right before the mini challenge when they're reading each other literally they talk about how scarlet had like a tissue or like a white handkerchief yeah yeah and they're like you literally were waving a white flag at charity during the lip sync and then scarlet's like no no i wasn't like i'm here to fight blah 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 and then crystal's like well obviously we have to make rude laugh like i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say it's just like there was so much just like chaotic energy at the beginning of this episode from the reading of each other to the like basically calling scarlet out on like not really trying and then her winning this challenge by not really trying i just like i don't know are they getting enough sleep i don't know it was just annoying they didn't win thank you moving on <laughs> I, it was the most chaotic start to an episode of drag race that i've ever watched it was so chaotic it was a bad mini challenge this is coming from someone who is a fan of the mini challenges and, like, nick does like them. i was like i usually like the mini challenges aggie usually doesn't just because like i don't they're just not like aggie's sense of humor i feel like they're not made for her but this mini challenge was bad and like friends listening like jesse rodriguez love you forever we know you listen to every episode please text us and tell us did you think this was funny anybody else slide into our dms and let us know if you thought this mini challenge was worthwhile because like i will be shocked if there's somebody out there who enjoyed it it was not funny and i will i will go on record it was not it was not but that being said we announced this win and everyone's like okay and then they become the team captains for the day's maxi challenge which is personalize your own drag lexa like an alexa like an amazon alexa shout out to amazon you want to sponsor the pod and then rue says these are rue's words create an advert that shows off your charisma uniqueness nerve and talent while also showing your drag lexa's unique features i love when rue tries to be british or australian and she is not why are what we calling it an advert it's an ad that is a british australian thing to say have you ever once called an ad an advert nick no but i got i I didn't think much of it. I know, because you weren't listening. You no, were like, I get I just, it, we're just, making an ad. Yeah, it's just like, I just don't think it's not that wrong. It's, yeah. it's not that it's wrong. It's that like, Rue goes, make an advert. And I was like, that's literally not how anyone says that. Like, please just say ad, make an ad. Just stop. Okay, anyway, I have feelings. It was stupid. Anyway, so they pick teams and Teresa May is not last, but here are the teams. Scarlet Harlot picks Kitty Scott Claus, Teresa May, and Ella Bidet. And then Crystal Versace picks River Medway, Vanity Milan, and Charity Case. Well, Charity in her own world says- I was says, gonna say, Charity pretty much is like, well, I didn't get picked. I was just put on the team. She was relegated to Crystal's team. And before we get into like how they actually prepared for this challenge to create and personalize their own drag Lexa, what team do you want to be on? Scarlet. I think when the teams were yeah. made, I even said, I was like, Scarlett has all the personality on her team. You have like Crystal, who's like not known for being funny. Mm -hmm. She's not known for being like the actress. You have River, who like, I think River is probably the strongest on that team. I think maybe the only strong one on that team. Vanity Milan, who is like, again, like is not known for being funny, was in the bottom for the Peloton one. So like historically hasn't done well in that. And Charity, who was just in the bottom last week. So you're just and like- And who also like tends to take over in a group Who challenge. tends to be like very bossy bottom and like, bossy yeah. Bottom. So you're just like, I, these aren't the people who I would want to work with. And it's because, and then you look at Scarlett's team and it's like, 
Kitty, who's an, an actress. Charisa, who's fucking insane and hysterical. Like, everything she says is like a catchphrase. Elle of a Day, literally a trained actress on the West End. Fucking goddess walking among us. Goddess. Like, goddess walking among us. And, like, Scarlett, who, like, historically is very funny as well. You're like, hey, there's the personalities. I want to be on that team. Just because likely they will be... But, like, spoiler alert. Do you want to be on any of these teams? No. You want to make your own team. <laughs> yeah, who would we put on our team? If I think I, I would want Elle of a Day. Elle of a Day. Elle of a Day should have been should have been somebody's first pick and the fact that she was picked almost last. last. Yeah, I was, was like, weird. are we kidding? Are we kidding? Like, are we kidding? But Elle of a Day on my team for sure. Kitty. Kitty. I'd probably take River I and Teresa. I, well, I think if it's one, two, three. Eight people. So you need four people. Oh. Four people. So like on my team, I would pick. Let's go back and forth. So we're me and you are team captains. <gasps> let's go. Oh, and we have to pick. Should we rock, we paper, have... scissors? Who gets to pick yeah, first? Yeah, obviously. Rock, rock paper, scissors, scissors too. I just thumbs up. <laughs> so I win by default because Nick doesn't know how to play. I was going to do scissors but it's just a thumbs up that's nothing fuck me (laughs) okay i'm picking ella bidet she's my first choice kitty's got claws oh damn okay oh okay i'm taking river medway fuck i'm gonna take scarlet okay i have ella and river i've got some like funny i've got some dancing i've got some just like little charm i'm gonna take Teresa may because she's funny. Damn, and then I get charity. Oh, and I have to have Crystal Versace. Our teams are pretty even. I feel like that was more even than what that they did That was very today. even, yeah, yeah. Ours were more even Ours than were more even. Did. We did it better. Um, and you get Vanity Milan. Fuck Yeah, because I'm taking Crystal and you're going to have Vanity. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was like, we definitely skipped someone. We skipped Vanity we skip, Milan. Oh, oh, no. Got a blast. Oh, no. Moving forward. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Next, next part, challenge prep. Here's the thing. It had nothing to do with anything other than that she's a little bit forgettable in challenges. Yeah. Which is her critique on the runway. It's her critique. It's been her critique. That's her critique when they talk on the runway today. It's like she's a little forgettable. Yeah. Um, it was not on purpose, Vandy Mon. We still we, like you. Also, we still like, we like will you. get to it, but like you being a bottom three didn't make, okay. make sense to not any okay. of us. Any not of us okay. acting like there's more than just me and Aggie, Aggie right. here, but like we'll be We clear. did talk to other people about this. Yeah, I was like, we'll be clear, we Vanity. Disagree. Like you did not belong in the bottom three. You did that. It was weird and didn't it was make weird sense. and rude. It was it rude. didn't make sense. It was unkind. So then we're working on the challenge, which this is like <laughs> getting into the end of the episode when Rue's like, I hate this. Um, and I hate everything you've done. But I think there needed to be either they needed to just intervene a little bit like as producers and be like do you understand the challenge I just am not sure anyone understood the challenge I don't think it's that it's like we're definitely talking about like the critiques more so now than like challenge prep well we can so, talk like, about it like their consultation with Rue if that helps yeah, at so, all like, like Rue basically in the consultation like doesn't really help either team it's just like hey tell me like what's going on okay cool make me laugh and that was Rue's yeah. like that was Rue's like walkthrough and that's it and like that's all which they did which is kind of weird for her I feel like she's more involved normally for sure and like I don't know she was just tired rumor has it they were filming like one full episode in one day some of the time sometimes they did and like for those of you who don't know like the normal filming schedule for a drag race episode is like two to three days per episode episode one people say that usually takes three full days because there's a lot that happens in episode one but then other episodes are usually like two days rumor has it that uk season three was filmed the majority of the time doing one full episode in one day. So I don't know if Rue was tired and like didn't think about this consultation at all. I don't know if producers were tired. Like, I don't know what was happening, but it was very much Rue just being like, tell me what's going on. Okay, cool. Bye. See you out there. And then it was like, you didn't help them at all. It was like when Steps was there, we're going to do the choreography. Mm-hmm. But then they didn't do anything. Honestly, a lot of times this season I feel like it's been kind of like they haven't fully thought through what they were planning to do or whatever it is and as a production team of just like we're not totally sure what we want out of this so Rue go in there and talk to them a little bit like vamp we'll get some like thing and then they'll just kind of figure it out as they go but like I don't know it felt like there was a lot of infighting also within the teams like and they couldn't come up with a concept and to me that is symptomatic of they are tired they're kind of tapped out and they don't know what's going to be the best thing for this challenge I felt like no one was that inspired and then I felt like Scarlett's team landed on a good concept who wouldn't want a drag queen in their home you know what I mean to like yeah, gas them up I think that's like a fun concept but then they just their execution was poor because no one said to them i.e. Rue in her walkthrough no one said to them like hey if you have three different people playing drag Lexa that's going to be confusing so my or thing like, this is kind of just like going into their filming of the challenge yeah, as that's well fine. I feel like it, it was so little time was it was so little time so, so I think little. we can kind of get it all in there 
But like watching them film, it was very clear that like Michelle didn't like either of their concepts either. But like, again, didn't direct them differently. Because I think too, like, is that her role in no, that, in yeah, that like, moment? Like, I don't know if I it is. I don't think it is. But it was just like, you got this weird edit where like yeah, the first awkward. part of the day, you're like, oh, clearly Scarlett Stevens going to do great. They have a concept, done. Mm-hmm. They have their outfits, done. They have this ready to go. And then and you, Charity's like taking over on Charity's Christmal taking team. over Crystal's team and like, it's like not going well. They can't agree. I think they're not writing their script in time like yeah you're like okay clearly that's the idea we're gonna and then it goes into filming and then you're like wait they hate scarlet's team huh weird misdirect they must really like crystal's team and then you watch the crystal and you're like wait they she also all, don't like that, that also was bad they're like wait what is what's happening yeah nick here? and i turned to each other like, what is the edit i don't like get i it. couldn't read the edit and like as a rupaul's drag race professional <laughs> like who watches as a professional watcher as a professional of watcher of, of rupaul's drag race who has seen every season multiple times and is about to restart season seven to keep up with race chaser with willem and alaska ding plug I can read the edit so well. Like, I'm very confident in reading Drag Race's edit. I know it. There was no edit here, and it didn't make sense. It was so confusing. And it, like, it also, like, but it kind of matched the chaotic energy of the day as well. Like, the queens also seemed like, I don't know what's happening. The number of times I wrote down manic in my notes. Yeah. I was like, what is so, happening? Like, the edit was manic. The queens were also manic. And, like, it felt like Rue and Michelle were also manic. Like, they didn't know, like, what to do or how to help these queens. I was like, this is just, this is a chaotic episode. Chaotic. I didn't hate it. It was just chaotic. It was also like a little bit hard to watch because they just came in and Michelle was like, okay, so talk to me about your concept. And when they explained their concept, especially Scarlett's team, I was like, okay, they at least have an idea. But then the execution was just bad. And I'm like, I feel like normally when they go into filming, they have very clear storyboards drawn out, like with like exactly what they want. I feel like they came in today and it wasn't like, maybe they didn't have enough, the same amount of time to draw their storyboards and plan and like execute. Films into this theory that like they are filming these episodes very swiftly. I think that truly is what it was because I think what happens when you're making a storyboard and you have to like separate out like what are the scenes I think we could have fixed some of the problems but I don't think they had enough time to truly storyboard because then I mean again we're getting into the critiques early but it kind of all goes together because it just went so badly but Rue was like maybe I should have gone over your storyboards with you and I was like I don't even know if they made full storyboards. So I did see some notes. I saw something. So Bob and Monet talk about like I get a lot of like my insight on drag race and filming and production through like Bob and Monet through Bianca and Jinx's podcast also like through like Alaska and Willem like I get, that's where I get a lot of this shit from so like take with a grain of salt I'm getting it from drag queens like who are on the show I'm not like working on production with your storyboard every person so like when they do like advertisements by themselves or in groups you have to have a full storyboard because that's how the editors know how to piece your advert together is exactly. based on what you had written on your storyboard so they definitely had to have storyboards done but again like I don't know how detailed they were also like were they able to like if it was really rushed were they able to like sit down and think like does this fully make sense like i don't know if they were yeah yeah like i don't know if they were because i feel like in the past like i have never seen like i've seen people have bad ads and like things that didn't make sense or like that maybe people didn't like, but they at least made sense. When you watched it, you were like, okay, I see the narrative. I get like, it. Did I like et cetera, et cetera, peeing in a cup? Yes. Like, did I like that? No. But did I see the narrative across the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, you got it. I, I just didn't like it. But yeah. like, that was like a different- Like, did we like Davina DeCampo being a mermaid under the water with like no. a bunch of plastic bottles and rope? No. No, but like, you got it. So I just think there was something missing because I also think if the editors get a like half-finished storyboard, or like a a very vague storyboard it would be hard as an editor to be like how do I turn this into I've just been given these chaotic scenes I have to try and piece it together with this storyboard I have six hours because judging is soon like while they're getting makeup on I am editing this and turning it into something to give to Rue and so I just like I don't know I don't know it just seems like very ill-fated but basically too long didn't watch Scarlett's team (laughs) has a strong concept but poor filming and seems like a little bit chaotic because every queen is doing every part in the commercial so it just seems like very confused Mm -hmm. and then in Crystal's team Charity full-on takes over and Crystal takes the back seat and Crystal's kind of has a little bit of regret like I should probably say something or like do more but she's like I don't really know how and I don't really have a better idea so she was like 
I don't necessarily agree with what Charity's saying, but I don't necessarily have something better to say. And then Scarlett, I should bring it up now because it will come up in Untouched. She says that she had these ideas for some of these things that got kind of like vetoed by the other girls or she felt they got vetoed by the other girls, like the Joan Rivers thing, which again, I did. Was that who she said? Joan Crawford. Whatever. Have I, you was... not seen Mommy Dearest? No. <gasps> well, no. I know what our Sunday plans are. You have to watch other things first, but yes, sure. But I was like, this is a reference I don't understand, but... How have you never seen Mommy Dearest? Because I'm straight. Yeah, but my mother showed me Mommy Dearest, and she's straight. I'm sorry, have you met my mother? Yeah, you were busy watching the Jesus Channel. <laughs> I wasn't. I was watching Pride and Prejudice and The Sound of Music. Okay? <laughs> Same thing. Nope, Jesus does not live there. Jesus kind of lives in The Sound yeah, of Music, like, but Jesus he doesn't is in the sound live in Pride Prejudice. Anyway, regardless, she pitched this Joan Crawford idea and Kitty and Ella and um, Teresa all just kind of are like, it won't be funny. Well, they're also like, it just doesn't, I don't think they said it wouldn't be funny because like, it is it kind of funny, but it doesn't, it didn't fit into any of the things that they were doing in their commercials. So they're like, maybe not. And then Scott was like, okay. And then like on the runway, like, they're talking about it and Scott's like, I wanted to do this and nobody else would listen to me. And she's like, that's just not true. They just kind of, it wasn't an aggressive veto. It was just like, I'm not sure where this fits in there. Teresa was like, and then you didn't fight for it after that. Like we said, maybe not. And you said, okay. And like, you like watch that and you're like, yeah, that's kind of what happened. I do want to bring up a few things that came up with Rue that should have maybe been like, ding, ding, ding. Like we don't know what's going on in these ads. Because basically Crystal's team, and this is where I got really lost. Crystal's team wanted their drag Lexa to do their makeup for them. And that's just like out of the realm of possibility for an Alexa. I just felt like some of the things they wanted the drag Lexa to do, I was like, that physically can't, it's not a robot. Yeah. It's a talking piece of equipment. It was, like, I know like we're supposed to suspend belief because like it's drag race. Like you're just supposed to say with a grain of salt and I just think it's funny. But like I did think that it's a robot or it's not a robot it's, it's not a robot an alexa. Like, it's an alexa so i actually think the concept of having a drag queen in your house through a voice is why scarlet's team was a stronger concept yeah. and i wish they had just done a voiceover yeah ella and Teresa and th- theirs was fixable do you know what i mean you ella like Teresa, and it. kitty could have all been doing different scenes and they could have been their own drag lexa voice and they didn't need to come on the scene like they could have just voice over the drag lexa like being like bitch you better work or like bitch rally like get a drink in you like we're yeah, going out like, yeah 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 but the fact that the drag lexa was also a person in this group, i was like drag lexa is not a person have you guys ever had an alexa like i was yeah. like do you not understand what they're talking about because then the second group they were like you can have your drag lexa do your makeup i was like you straight up cannot you can't like, that's not a thing i was like that's not what a drag that's not what an alexa does and then alexa tells you the weather and re-ups your things on amazon that you need to buy <laughs> yeah like and maybe makes a calendar for you that's all an Alexa can do. So a drag Alexa is really just going to do it with some sass. They can't do other things for you. Yeah, it was just, it was choices that they were making. I just felt like we missed the mark. I was like, do we not have Alexas in London? I know. L of a day. Reach out. To, can you let us know? It's an L of a day. Like someone let us know. Does any, do you not have an Alexa in England? That's okay. Like, are they don't. not things? But she's not a person. She's not a real person. That's all I have to say about this. It was just confusing. And the commercials, we will talk about how they are received in a minute, but basically it just comes off the way we described it. Like Scarlett's team had an okay concept, but the execution is just off. You don't totally know what's going on at any given moment in the like commercial. There's a lot of things happening all at once. Scarlett is playing like the sham wow guy, basically like the infomercial, like look at this product. And it just like comes off a little bit, not planned. Yeah. Um, And then Crystal's group and Charity's group, and I say and Charity's group because Charity fully took over. Sure, it was basically Jerry's group with Crystal's name on it. Theirs just didn't make any sense. It was just... I think it was probably the funnier of the two because the, like you got to see more of Vandy and Milan, like kind of pushing the envelope and being like really silly. Same with Crystal. Like they were really silly, but again, the concept for their drag Lexa was so bad that like, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. And then like my thing with like the whole thing and Rue says that during critiques, Rue's like, there was nothing original about these. I was like, no, there weren't. There wasn't. No, they the were The way boring. that they're both filmed and like, I was like, we have seen this so many times. We're, like, this is the way that like, they're always filmed. Like, this is, like, the concept that you always do. And, like, at what point is it the producers of the show's fault? Because if they do Mm. an advert every single season of Drag Race, there's 
currently filmed, ready to air. There's 14 regular RuPaul's Drag Race seasons, American. There's six all-star seasons. There's, we're on the third UK. There's two Holland, one down under, like two Spain, one one down Italy. There's so many iterations of Drag Race. Like you can't always have an advert challenge and then be like, why are you doing things that we've seen before? Like because there's- It's like, because there's 25 seasons of this show and you do the same 10 challenge. Yeah. yeah. And I think, again, I think an ad is a great way to do this, but I, I also think it's hard as a group. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of way to show personality here in terms of what you would want your personal thing to look like, there's right? There's no way to show individuality because I think that's where you get a lot of um funny concepts funny concepts and like funny jokes is like when you can make it your own and I just don't know if there is that's the space for that in this version when you have four people all trying to make a drag Lexa together I think that I think that muddied the waters in terms of creativity yeah, agreed. Anyway, let's shift gears just a smidge. We're going to pull up one of our um, workroom chats. There was only one big sort of conversation in the workroom, and it was Kitty talking to Scarlett. Basically, Rue says to Scarlett in the workroom, she's like, hey, it's kind of amazing that Rue called you out for being very funny and in your audition and her being like excited about your comedic sense of humor, blah, blah, blah. And then it leads into a conversation. I don't remember how they get to talking about Scarlett's mom. Do you remember? I don't know how it gets brought brought up like is it related to her humor or her comedy yes yeah yeah yeah. I think it was like some of like her humor or like it's how I deal with my mom having it's COPD. how I deal with issues mm-hmm. oh she was like it's how I dealt with like my mom not like accepting me at first but like now mm-hmm. she's very loving now she's very much here for me but now she's also very sick and yes, so they, they used, they used to like, have there a rough, was more to this yeah, story yeah, yeah. and they I didn't used write to have a notes. rough relationship mm-hmm. when yeah. Scarlett first came out but it feels like they have since like moved forward and like they're very close now and like her mom is a huge supporter of Scarlett but but now Scarlett's mom has COPD and I don't yes. know what that is. If you I don't know what COPD is in terms of like what it actually stands for. It's chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. But basically her mom has to be on an oxygen tank at all times. And the doctors are just kind of like, she's living out the last of her days. I don't think they said days. So maybe that's like wrong, but they were like, it's in the end she's, she's in the end stages of this. But it's like, I think it's kind of like emphysema type symptoms where you like can't really breathe that well. And like, it's very difficult for her to breathe and like you you have to have oxygen and that there's like blockages in your lungs, etc. I think that's basically what it is. But it does lead to this very real confessional from Scarlett about how she just feels like how much she loves her mom, how grateful she is for her mom, but also this like, I'm trying to think how to describe it. She talks about how she kind of puts up a facade because when she was growing up, they like didn't have a lot of money. There were like some issues with her feeling left out at school, which then is like compounded later and untucked because she feels a little bit left out based on the girls. But on top of that, she's also dealing with the fact that like her mom is dying. She has restored her relationship with her mom. And at this point, like she doesn't know how much time she actually has left with her. Mm -hmm. And it's it's so hard to watch because like she's talking to Kitty. She says the true me is not the like, I don't think she uses the word facade, but she's like, it's not who I keep showing people. Like the true me is underneath all of that. And I think there's something to be said for the fact that she's not showing the true her is why people are not really connecting with her in the way that she thinks they are. And like, it's just really heartbreaking to watch because I don't ever like to see girls feel like they are not part of this. Like you're here, you're doing something that you're so proud of and you just still feel yeah, kind of shit. Like, you kind of feel worthless or like that no one else appreciates what you do which is kind of hard it's hard because like in the gay and queer community like drag queens are such like a beacon of power a beacon of light and like bob and monet like always speak about this as well like bob's always like whatever we do whenever we're doing it it's like a political act we are like the people that our community look to when we are in these big spaces because we command the attention we are the powerhouses of Mm -hmm. that community in that moment and so like you put a lot of at least I do and like I hope most people in my community do as well but like you put a lot of respect on drag queens because like they're like going out there they're fighting the fight and like they're being loud voices and so like you just always think of them as like these super confident majestic creatures that like when like you see them having these moments like oh like actually a human being too and like you're kind of like wow it's hard because like you build them up and you're like oh we have like also protect 
like mental health and like all that too. So we got to protect mental health. Like it's not like a casual thing, but we do. That being said, let's go to the runway. 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 Let's go to the runway. The theme for the runway was Expendy Henny, um, which I thought was a hilarious title for us. I, I didn't get it at first. I was like, wait, an X is Penny? I was like, Nick, expensive. X Penny. Yeah, got it. Like, we, we got, got it. it. We, we got, got it. there we eventually. Got it. We're going to go through the runway looks because then they like look at the commercials and give critiques after that. So mm-hmm. let's start. Our first queen on the runway was our new best friend, Ella Day. Ella Day. <laughs> Dress fabulous. Bitch turned around, fucking gagged, gooped, galled. Oh, bitch. She had this like long, stunning black dress with like a huge slit and like this fun necklace. And then she turns around and it's just like open Gorgeous. back all the way down with just crystals oh. hanging. And you were like, bitch. Um, I do agree though with Michelle Visage when she was like, the wig ages you in a bad way. I didn't hate it as much as you and Michelle. I didn't love it with this look, but I didn't think it was terrible. That's the thing. I think the wig would be fine on a different outfit. It just like it but didn't on totally this work. Outfit, it didn't work. I kind of wish she had like a slick back hair or something like. Or like a, just a different updo. Loki like, like Loki like takes Scarlett's Miranda Priestly gray wig and put it on this outfit. It would have been bomb. Speaking of, Scarlett was next. Scarlett looked fantastic. Fucking killed it. Like, it's hard for drag queens to plop um, a pantsuit on the runway because, like, you could very easily shift into boy because, spoiler alert, you are a boy. <laughs> well, um, you might oh, not identify that way. Right, right, right. But bitch had it cinched. It hugged in all the right places. I do. I agreed with Michelle a lot this episode. But, like, I... Her she, critiques of the runway were very were great. Michelle was... I mean, like, Michelle was always, like, my favorite judge. But Michelle was a great judge this episode. Great judge. She had so many, like, so insightful many good things, things to say. To say. And well, she was we'll like, get into. We will. But she was like, the cane, why did you throw it away when you, as soon as you walked She should have pimp-walked down the She should have pimp-walked so it. Good. And, like, I agree. She could like, acted with it and, like, put it up above her, like, did, like, a slutty squat. I, like, ooh, I it would have been good. I didn't need that. I just needed her to walk down the runway with the cane, like, bitch, this is my yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, She didn't even need to do much more with it than walk. Yeah. Because she walked out with it and you were like, ah, And you're like, fuck, ooh, that's yeah. so And then good. she threw it away and you're like, why? <laughs> just, why? like, hold it, bitch. Like, roll through that pimp walk. Yeah. You got it. But yeah, she's fabulous. This is a 10 out of 10. Kitty Scott Claus was next. Oh. Bitch. Oh. The runways were so good. I love Kitty. We know her runways. Like, I go back and forth on some of her runways. Bitch crushed. Oh, my God. The wig. The bodysuit hugging every curve of this bitch. Like, oh, are we kidding? Are we kidding? She's wearing, like, a gold bodysuit with, like, coins almost coming yeah, out of it. Yeah, they're coins. My biggest thing for was like her waist was so flattered with the way that she had styled mm-hmm. this. The belt, the like where the coins were placed. I thought she just, it was like a Eureka moment for a queen who is not Eureka. Do you know what I mean? Like Eureka yeah. just always looks good. And that is like regardless of size. And I would say Kitty's a mid-size queen. She's not a huge plus size queen. Yeah. I think she's mid-size. And so this was just, it was Stunning. Absolutely stunning. stunning. And then up next, we had Teresa May. I wrote, I love Carmen Sandiego. I thought it was Carmen Sandiego too. And apparently it wasn't, which is... It was Gold Rush, which like, Like, I felt like... Is that a movie? Or like, just the thing like you just you, like the gold rush like to, it was pioneers they didn't wear clothes like this so that to me made no sense okay well whatever it, i was it, like Teresa, I mean, that's a bad explanation you should have said you were carbon san diego dropped in glitter like that's what we should have called you it wasn't good regardless it's not great it's, it's not, not great. great i love you Teresa. i like the hat and i like the boots i don't like what's happening in between them yeah. sorry Teresa. i actually stand you pretty hard i really enjoy you this was not this it. is not it there was also like a like a like an animal on her belt or something. I was like, what's Yeah, happening? I think that was tying in the gold rush because it was like the Wild West cows. Nick, Nick, we have lost the plot. That <laughs> is not what the gold what rush was. What is the original plot of the story? <laughs> uh, we've lost it. We've lost the plot. Up next, Crystal Versace. It was unmemorable. I didn't like it. Uh, Michelle, again, Michelle, love for this episode. Michelle said it the best. She was like, you don't look bad, but it looks like a going to the club outfit. An outfit that you would perform at, you know, like as you like lip sync for like your job oh i didn't even hear that that's good that's a good feedback i don't like it i don't think it's flattering to her body type and i thought her makeup 
was very harsh, like very harsh this week. And I don't know if that's, let me see if you can see it up close. Cause I feel like sometimes- She had you, like jewels all on her face. You can't even really see it. I, it was on the screen. It was so severe, like really, really dark around the edges, really, really dark cut across her, like the center of her face. And then there was also like jewels and like coloring that was like pink. And I don't think it was flattering to her face. I just don't think the makeup made sense with the outfit. Like, why do you have pink jewels on your face but wearing a silver bodysuit and then a gold shoe? That was the other thing, too. I just gold didn't shoe like this body bad. I didn't like this bodysuit. Like, yeah, this, like like, this, this the is one, the first time the I've... first time that Crystal has looked bad on the runway. And like, to me, like, I don't hate it as much as Aggie does. Like, it's just like it's a performance outfit and not a runway outfit. I didn't like much about it and I sound so bitchy. The next one I think was my favorite runway. River? It's River Medway. River looked gorgeous. Like all the judges were like, this is the best look. You look the best. Like, bye. End of the story. Yeah, she fucking crushed it. Crushed it. it. I also just love the story of how red and gold in a lot of Asian cultures are the colors of good fortune and money and yeah. like opulence. And so she went that route with it, which also made her stand out because she wasn't just in sparkles. She was, I in was just color. To, I was just about to be like, she didn't go the like route that everybody else did, mm-hmm. which is like, I'm going to put on jewels and diamonds and money. And that's like what is going to signify rich. No, she was like, no, no, no. I'm just going to like dress like a rich like a crazy rotation. Guys, speaking of that film, it's my favorite. Could watch it every day. I've also read the books, so like unrelated to Drag Race, but like if you want to talk to me about it, holler at your girl. Um, next we had Charity Case. Again, I'm going to side with Michelle on this. Michelle was very careful in the way that she judged Charity. She was like, look, I'm not trying to change what you are. I don't want you to be anything different than you are. Like clearly like you could do the prosthetics without that. We have seen that now for four out of the five episodes. It's time for us to show us something different, do something a little bit different. And like, I loved the idea that Alan Carr brought up of like, what if you wore this outfit, but then did a beautiful beat and like a beautiful, gorgeous face. And like, it would have been something very different for you, but you also kept your own personality like with the outfit itself. Like the outfit I think is, really cool looking. Yeah, and there was a lot of detail on it. I think Leanne brings up, oh, we forgot to say that Leanne was our guest judge, but that's who's there. But Leanne is there of Little Mix, and she's talking about, like, the detailing on the actual outfit is so stunning. Like, I think it was made out of, like, almost, like, found objects. Like, some of the things that were, like, glued to it were found objects, like nails and things like that. And so it was very cool to look at. But I thought the idea, like, Alan and Michelle talked about of, like, what if you had done beautiful face, opulence and decadence, like, beyond what it could or should be on the rest of your body to kind of be like what is the facade that I'm like putting out into the world to sort of make it like a little bit more and I think what I have said about Charity in the past and I think is not necessarily a fair critique because she is trying to push the boundaries of drag but I think sometimes she pushes them to a place where people are like I don't even know what's going on and that's maybe narrow-minded of me and I will totally own that and that's why I think it's so important she's on this show but some of her runways are like it's hard to tell if that's pretty sometimes yeah, but and I mean, I, drag is always said to be pretty no i no i know that and that's why i think it's hard for me sometimes to be like i don't know how i feel about this because like i don't necessarily understand her point of view all the time which is why i think it's so important that she's there talking about that and bringing that perspective because i was like i would never have thought to do something like this for this theme like it's just not something that ever would have come to my mind it's like oh, that's expensive. Like, I would be like, what? But I think that's why she's so interesting to watch and her runways have been so interesting. They're not necessarily my cup of tea, but I think it's exciting to see someone doing drag like this on Drag Race. Yeah, I think, like, my thing with her is just, like, like what Michelle said. They're saying the same thing to Crystal, just, like, the opposite way. Like, they're saying to Crystal, you need to stop giving us the same beat, the same silhouette. Like, you're predictable. We know you're gonna go, like, the beautiful route. Do something different. Make Keep us interested. They said the same thing to Courtney Act on season six. Don't rely on that body. Keep us interested. Do something different. Switch it up. We don't want to see the same thing every single time. And so they're just saying it to charity just in like the opposite sense of the world being like you're really insane looking all the time. It would be more impactful if you dialed it back some weeks and then brought it to this other week. You know, but. and last but not least, we had Vanity Milan. I think Vanity looked great. I think this is the best Vanity has looked on the runway. I did like it. I just, I don't know. I felt a little bit. Oh, she looked really beautiful, like neck up. Oh, you I like the outfit? 
I didn't love it. It didn't like speak to me in a way that the, some of the other ones did. I think maybe because I don't think it was the strongest look, but I think it was. A I think it was look for vanity. It was a strong look for vanity. I think it was like a less polished version of Kitty Scott Clauses, maybe, which is maybe why I'm just kind of like it was the same concept as Kitty, but yeah, it was a bodysuit with jewels executed on it. or not as well executed, I should say, because it's not poorly executed. It's yeah. not. But I loved her makeup, loved her hair. I thought she looked absolutely breathtaking but I actually like didn't care for the outfit I was like I don't know if it was maybe it was so many crystals that I was kind of like I don't know but I feel like most of the time in drag race it's like the more the better when it comes to that so it just maybe was not my cup of tea but I still think she looked beautiful so that was our toot and boot the runway we've talked about the challenge a lot so I'm not going to beat a dead horse here basically we watched the commercials and like we said they're both bits of train wreck and RuPaul does not laugh so they show Scarlett's team first and I feel like Scarlett and Kitty laugh when it's over and the judges panel is silent. I think they were a little harsh. There was times during the commercials that like I giggled. I yeah, thought, I didn't think they were that I bad. thought the first one was good. I thought it was basic. Like I agree with the critiques of Ruby. Like it's unoriginal. We've seen this all before. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, I agree with you. I think it was a funny challenge, though. Or I think it was a funny video, though. Like, there was funny parts in there. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think there was any... I don't think it was like, wow, these are the worst things I've ever watched. No, but they, they weren't just weren't. They were just like there they were just there exactly and then crystals again there were moments where you laughed but i think it was just like your concept is vague your concept is bad river was probably the only funny part probably yeah crystals like river was the only redeeming quality which they did say they're like river like you were funny but you were only in it for like a few seconds 10 seconds yeah exactly and so i think if we're thinking about ways they could have been improved i feel like we already talked about how scarlet's group could have improved of like having the person with the moment and then they're like voiceover of drag lexa like hyping them up or whatever they want the drag queen to do i think if we're looking at crystal's group and how they could have improved i just don't think they use their talent in the best way to get the best thing from each person and i don't Uh, and i and that could have come down to concept that could have come down to like execution there's a lot of ways in which that could have been but I think you're right like River was the best part and she was funny because she was like charming and delightful and they just like didn't utilize her enough and then Charity was really concerned about a script and maybe they should have taken more time to write a script but then also it's like if it's taking this long to write a script I'm a big believer if something feels really 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 hard you're probably doing something wrong if it, yeah like like if it feels too like, hard to accomplish it's probably not your best idea yeah if like you really need to sit and think of like things aren't blowing out of you as you write something move on to a new idea because it's not working. and like the judges do that so much so that RuPaul's like no one's going to win you're all bad basically bad. yeah she goes she had her H&M moment she, she had an like, H&M this moment. is RuPaul's Drag Race I don't want to see any fucking stupid commercials yeah she basically was she, like do better she was like I'll take some blame because maybe I didn't help you enough but you all suck make me laugh next week do it better yeah her direct quote Drag Race is about to get real I'm really really disappointed y'all are playing it safe and she wasn't wrong but it was she wasn't success. wrong but again like we've already mentioned like this is what happens when you do the same type of challenge every season mm-hmm. like you're going to get the same results yeah and then so they do go through every queen I don't think it's necessary for us to tell you every single thing they said. No. Pretty much. They liked most outfits except for Teresa May and Charity, which we already talked about when we yeah. did their runway looks. Yeah, they like those two. And then like performance-wise, they were basically like... They they liked Ella Vidae and River Medway. They liked Ella, River, Kitty. They're like, all of you, like, you did what you needed to do. You were just in bad commercials. Yeah, and then Kitty, Teresa, Crystal, they were kind of like, it just was lacking something funny in the way that you presented it. They were just kind of like, it's just not... Yeah, and then and then they said to Vanity that, like, you didn't stick out. And I was... Yeah, like, their I critique just of her was that agree. she was just really... That she's, like, very shy. And, and I, like, didn't agree. I thought she stuck out in their ad she like looked crazy yeah because i feel like what they were also saying too was like we're finally starting to see you a little bit more but you still like look concave on the runway like you look afraid on the runway but like it's because you're reading her down every episode the real drama happens when we go to untucked but we have to ask a question on the runway to get the drama untucked so we've already talked a lot about critiques so i'm not gonna we're not gonna sit here and like go back and forth on all of them but rugos and this is guys this is episode five mind you so like there's a lot of bitches on the stage still. Yeah, there's eight people on the runway right now and Rue goes, we should go home. They're all savage. And I was like, 
True. I loved it. Ella Bidet sure. and Scarlet Harlot both vote for Charity Case. Kitty mm-hmm. Scott Claus votes for Vanity Milan. And then everyone else votes for Scarlet Harlot, which is Teresa May, Crystal Versace, River Medway, Charity Case, and Vanity Milan. So Nick and I are sitting there like, oh God, Untucked is going to be so uncomfortable. Like it's going to be so uncomfortable. And it was. And it, oh wow. It exploded. Like it was mad. It was insane. Nick lived. <laughs> I did not. It was like, I love cringe. drama. And like, if it's RuPaul's Drag Race, you got to give me some drama. Like It was a little bit cringe for me to be perfectly honest, but we all knew it was going to be really awkward. And it, this is the thing. Scarlet made it awkward. And I'm not saying I wouldn't have handled it differently because I don't know how I would have reacted if like the majority of people voted, would have said me to go home but like all of them came in there and they're all kind of like we all had to say a name we all had our reasons like at the yeah. end of the day it doesn't matter because we're not the judges deciding who goes home so like I, it is what it is but Scarlett was just like you all hate me none of you are my friends you're like you think I'm disgusting and untalented and I was like oh she is spiraling okay. but, and again like it's not that I want to just say again like I'm not saying that I would have handled it differently knowing me and my anxiety ridden brain I probably would have had the same spiraling reaction but I don't think it's that that made her go as crazy. I think it, I think she has some issues with making friends like in life. Mm -hmm. I think she has some things where she struggles with figuring out if she's having a genuine connection with someone or if it's just like sort of a passing interaction where that person doesn't necessarily want to be friends. She doesn't open up about why that is. So it makes me think she's had some experience in her life where people have a la Peyton, people always leave. Oh my God. But like, you know what I mean? I feel like she has had some experiences in her life that have made her think like people don't actually value her for who she is because this goes back to our conversation with kitty she's like i put a version of myself out there that's not necessarily who i am and i think in this moment she's realizing and they talk about this with her after she storms off and comes back which is drama dramatic if you will they talk about like or she talks about I just have felt in the past that people don't actually like me. She brings up that Charity Case didn't want to work with her in the mini challenge. And they're all kind of like, you're taking this too seriously in terms of friendship. Like, we are your friends. They were basically just like, you need to remember that like right now in this world, this is a competition. And like, yes, we're not voting against each other. We're not doing things like that. But like, we are each other's competition. So we're going to do like what's best for us. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not us saying that we don't like you. It's not us being against you. It's just truly us like looking out for our best interests because at the end of the day, only one person is going to win the title. And I think I think the thing that got me where I was like, okay, I can at least see what Scarlett's talking about is she is like so excited to be here on Drag Race. And she's like, this was supposed to be a safe space where we could all celebrate each other as members of a group that is already kind of singled out as like gay men for the most part, other than our girl Victoria Stone. But she's R. like, don't talk about it. But she's like, as a group of marginalized people, I wanted this to feel more like a safe, inviting community rather than now feeling singled out with in that even smaller singled out group. And yeah. I, to me, I was like, that is a very fair thing to say. Is your reaction appropriate? Maybe not. I think the feeling of like, she's clearly dealing with something else. She's clearly, clearly dealing yeah. with something else that has to do with like how she makes friends and how she's perceived by people, which I'm not a therapist. I'm not here to diagnose you. Like that's not my business. But I think that's a very valid thing that she said of like, I'm now I, feeling singled out within my own community because these other queens, they are saying they don't value what I do. And I think then they come back, they come back to the conversation and Teresa and a few others kind of mitigate it and are like, Scarlett, that's not what we meant by our mm-hmm. comment. That's not what we meant. It, it doesn't have anything to do with you. Like you said, Nick, with our friendship with you, because it is a competition at the end of the day. But I think they did hear like her concern of like, but do you guys even actually want to be my friend post this? Regardless of who wins, like, are we actually going to be friends? Yeah. Because up until that point, she had felt like that was true. And now she doesn't. So yeah, she's I like, think it's definitely like she has her own demons to be battling with, like we all do around anxiety and social settings. And like we all have our moments like that. I think like it's hard to go in expecting it to be, it sounds like she almost expected it to be like a showcase of talent that you just gotta get to hang out with like these queens that like you're all part of this group and you get to like showcase your talent. When at the end of the day, like it is a competition and it's going to be more cutthroat than that. And like it's gonna be harsher. And I think like this week she just like had that harsh reality 
reality check of like, mm -hmm. oh, you're in a competition and like, yes, maybe these girls love me, but like it is a competition and I don't think she was prepared for that. I, so I think that's where a lot of this like drama and like- uh, Yeah, I don't think she was prepared for it. Yeah, I just don't think she was prepared. I'm hopeful that next week she can at least have a conversation with them of like, Whoa. I want to be the real me now. Yeah. Because I do think what she said to Kitty is true. It's like, she's not showing the real her. It was shocking to me. River Medway lost her mother. Scarlett right. is basically on the verge of losing her mother. And it's clear to me that you're she's not sharing whole parts of her if River doesn't know that. Yeah, it's weird that It's they weird to that me that her and River haven't spoken. Not to be like, let's bond over our dying or dead moms. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, Scarlett's clearly not giving of herself to these other queen in a way that they feel comfortable sharing back with her we literally just talked about this on survivor about yeah. liana and shan this week sharing a very real moment with each other about their moms and like how important they are to them and like i just think there's something to be said for the fact that river manway doesn't know that that's happening i'm not saying river like you need to go find this out about her but the fact that like no one feels a genuine connection to her is because she's putting up a facade and not showing the real scarlet which i actually think is a beautiful human yeah again like we all have our social anxieties like and so like like, I get it. It has to be so hard to be there, especially like, in this pressure cooker that is Drag yeah, Race. Yeah, 100%. That, like, you're being manipulated by producers. You're being manipulated by, like, the edit, by, like, everyone around you. Because, like, at the end of the and day... And your own inner saboteur. And your own inner saboteur. Because, like, at the end of the day, it is a reality TV show that you're filming. So, like, it sucks and it's hard and you can really see the effect it's having on her. We love you, Scarlett, for sure. We love you. And I think probably what is going to be like people's takeaway from this episode is you got very emotional like stormed out of untucked but i think there's more to it than that yeah and so even though it seems like that's all there is i think there is more to it hopefully we can start to see her connect better with the queens that being said we go back out and the people who are safe are ella the day kitty scott claus Teresa may crystal versace and river medway before they are sent back i think they send river and ella back no they send the ones that you just named back and so that the only three left up there are charity Scarlet and, and Vanity. Vanity, which like Vanity should not have been up there. They should yeah. have just sent everybody back one at a time and like left it as Charity and Scarlet. Because it was clear that they were going to be the bottom two. Vanity was not that bad. I don't I, think she was worse than anybody else on her team. I don't think she was better than it. Like she was just in the middle. Okay. I have two things to say. One, they send back those five with a warning of like stab your pussy up yes. so they do say like you're safe but not really and then second i do agree with you that vanny milan should not have been in the bottom three i am looking back at my notes and i think you're right i think she was in the middle but they were kind of they did kind of critique her runway like even though we liked it i wrote down that someone said i don't remember who they were like we saw you be funny in the commercial we want more from you and then it was like your outfit we want a little bit more from you and you're shy and we want we just want more from you and i think that's probably why she was in the bottom three is because they've seen facets of the other queens and they just I feel like they're not getting what they totally want from her yet and I think that was their way of being like the other girls got a warning you're like on probation a little bit yeah. whether or not we agree with them is neither here nor there because like we're not the judges um in that moment they say to Scarlett Harlot you're playing it too safe they say to Charity you're playing the same note every time and then they say to Vanity Milan you're playing catch up which is I think God. why she's the bottom three. Yeah, I mean, like, that, of it that, that way, comment it. makes it make sense. But still, you're like, I don't really agree that there should have been a bottom yeah. three. It was a very clear bottom two. So our bottom two, two weeks in a row, are Scarlet Harlot and Charity Case. And they do their lip sync to pay big spender. Wah, 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 which is a very fun lip sync. It, it was a really good lip sync, actually, by Shirley Basie, I think. Bassie, Basie? I was right the first time. And they lip sync to that. And Scarlet Harlot is said to Chante, you stay. And Charity Case sachets away. And Nick, what do we think about this? Do we think it was the right call? I think so. I think it was like, first off, the drama of it being the same exact lip sync just had the double Chante too. LOL. But I agree that Scarlet was better in this lip sync. It's just like, it's kind of painful because Charity was better in last week's lip sync. Yes. I agree with that. I think. But again, like Scarlett was better today. And if we're going off she of this lip sync, Scarlett was a lot better than Charity I think was. she was significantly better she, than like, Charity. I think Charity was a song. little bit better than Scarlett last week. Yeah. I also don't think Charity knew how to. To hey Big Spender in her In like, her Gollum outfit. <laughs> Yeah. So but like, I, think I she's thought Scarlet. Scarlet was great. Scarlet she was, was very pitch perfect. Good. I was like, wow. Yeah, she was really strong. It. But yeah, that was our episode. We have a few like regular preview, like always on um, sort of segments. So let's 
vibe check our judges because they were on one today. <laughs> Let's vibe check them. I mean, of course, like we can give the biggest vibe check to RuPaul just basically being like, you all suck and yes. I'm disappointed. But no, I can have specificity. Let me give you a few. First off, when they're doing their consultations with Ru and they say they want the drag legs to be able to do their makeup and Ru goes, I never do my makeup myself. Oh my God, the tea. <laughs> I mean, we all saw season 13 when you couldn't have a makeup artist in your own home room. We know. Season 12. The finale of season 12. Oh, yeah. Season 12. Sorry, 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 sorry. Right right at the end of the pandemic. Girl, like, what the fuck? I mean, she vibe-checked herself in the moment. She did vibe-check herself in that moment. She was like, I can't do any of my makeup myself. I was like, But then we also need to talk about the interaction when Rue is introducing the judges. (laughs) And she gets to Leanne. And she goes, which by the way, Leanne, shout out to you for looking bomb as fuck bomb on the with runway. that like little tiny baby belly. You look so fucking good. Anyway, Bruce says to Leanne, do you have an assistant? And Leanne goes, yes, they're called Jesse and Perry. Jade. Or sorry, Jade and Perry. And I was like. <sighs> the tea. I was I like. Love it. I love it. I was it. like, Leanne! God. The, the rudeness. I didn't mind this lip sync song, but the fact that it wasn't a Little Mix song was a little homophobic. It was rude. I was like, she's here. I was like, literally, it's Leanne is here. Michelle but- Visage also says to Teresa, okay, Teresa, can I see your Teresa? Meaning her penis. Yes. And I was like, I have to go. Did you have any other vibes, Nicholas? No, I think you got most of them. The vibes were great. My vibe was pretty much just like basically like RuPaul say that they were terrible and then also owning up and be like, maybe I should have helped you more, but I didn't. And I was like, okay, cool. Nick, I feel like you already told us this, but who's your queen? Queen of the week, Kitty Scott Claus. I'm being very consistent with my seasons this year. I've been, I what usually have bounced right around. Now? The people that I have picked for both Drag Race and Survivor have given me no reason to change them, you know? Like, I just, like, feel very good in these picks. We'll see what happens, but, like, I Kitty's just great. We get to where she continues to keep me entertained. I'm keeping I love a day. I love a day, our new bestie. Hey, girl, we love you. Slide into our DMs anytime you're I, perfect. Anyone, anytime you want. I, I just really like her energy. I think she is a consummate she's, professional. She's an Aggie drag queen. Yeah, she so like, is. She's, she's like, she's my brand. I just like, she's so consistent. She's like a consummate professional. Like she's on the West End. Like, I just love that. Like, when do I go visit you and just like force you to be my friend all of a day? I don't know. I just like very much enjoy. She's so funny. She's one of the older queens there. And I say old, very, very, very not meaning actually old. And I don't know. I think she's just like a lovely, lovely, lovely gem. I'm so excited to see her snatch game next week. Like I need to know who she's being, but I'm very, very, very into Ella Bidet. I also loved her runway this week. I think she held her own in a challenge where chaos was just erupting around her and 10 out of 10 from me for Ella Bidet. All right. Last but not least, we have some rapid fire questions because that's just what we do here. What do we want our drag Lexi to be able to do? I like Scarlett's team's concept. I think we should have recorded drag queens being like, Yes, bitch, work. Do you remember? Like, hey, hey, Drag Lexa, I need you to pump me up to go out. This bitch, you never looked hotter. You never looked better. But like, do you remember the Garmin GPS that you would like buy separately and put in your car? Like before cars came with GPS systems, you had to like Mm -hmm. buy a Garmin or buy like other ones. Uh And then you could buy attachments that would give them like the voice of Blue's Clues for like the kids in the car, like the voice of Cookie Monster. And like, you could also buy one that has like Ellen DeGeneres. Like that, like in my mind, that's what it was. I was like, you would have just an Alexa, but it would just sound like your favorite drag queen. And like, that's funny. Like I would buy that. I would buy Bob's voice for the Google. Yeah. Same. Same. Like, I think that was a good idea. You just executed it for me. Yeah. I think that's what I would want my drag Lexa to do. I also, I feel like I would want it to be like, hey, drag Lexa, tell me the weather, but make me laugh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do the things an Alexa does, but make it better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. You know, or like, hey, drag Lexa, I need you to order me more birth control because men are LOL. shit. Do you know what I mean? I'm, okay, moving on. <laughs> it would be funny. Hey, Alexa, buy me some more douches. <laughs> she's like, did you get a man girlfriend? You better fucking work. Like, no. should I just buy the reusable one? It's fine. I just think like, there would be funny things. There were so many jokes there and we yeah, just didn't yeah. get them. Okay, Rue goes, who should go home? And your answer is? I think the queen's got it right with saying Scarlet or charity i think i think that was the right call i do think i think based on last week's episode and like the track record like last week and this week's episode i think scarlet was the worst overall i think she was worse off than charity so i think i would have said scarlet but runway though i wouldn't have said scarlet true because she was also not terrible in the challenge i think it was just it was just like a vibe they were just like i didn't care for your vibe 
I will say, I think what Kitty said about Vanity was fair, if I remember correctly. I feel like with Vanity, she was saying it's just like inconsistent, which is kind of Vanity's critiques in general. And I think, I think Kitty was the most objective because she just like repeated the judges, which was probably smart. Yeah. She's like, I'm not going to get in trouble. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to avoid this mess because it's going to be messy. Okay, so in the theme of Hey Big Spender, what is like a big moment from a musical that you think would make a fun lip sync song? Because we didn't want to replace the song this week. We liked the song this week. Yeah. I want them to do Ladies Who Lunch from Company. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I actually had a good answer for this, so I'm so yes, glad you let me go. Wrong. Which version, though? Who would you pick? Of course, Patty. It should always There's be Patty. There's only one option. Should always be Patty. Patty In that idea, everything's coming up roses from Gypsy. All but Bernadette. Bernadette's version. Bernadette's version. Bernadette's version. God, this is how you know we're too close. Mama is gonna see to and cut it off. Oh god, it would be lit. Fuck, I want that out. (laughs) Okay, last rapid fire. Just because I don't know what the queens were on, but they said so (laughs) many funny things like in confessionals or to each other, but then none of it was captured in a commercial. But there were so many funny things they said. So what was your like funniest quote? Oh, you already know mine. When Rue goes to Teresa, you have a meaty tug. And Teresa just goes, Yes, I do have a big penis. I was like, Teresa. Go off. Oh, man. I have two and they're both from Kitty Scott Claus. Oh, and icon. I, I mean, icon. I pr- probably so, more. K- I Nick definitely knows ones. the second one. But the first one is, Rue says, I see a lot of badges here. And K- Kitty goes, mine's in the post. Like, it's on its <laughs> way, but it's not here yet. And I was like, bitch, you better respond. So, so fun. But when Leanne shows up as the judge, Kitty Scott Claus goes, it's just gets better every single time. The hell's going to show up next? What's going to happen next? Who's going to show up? And I was like, it's Nick. It's, it's Nick. It really is me. Except I love Leanne, but Jade is my favorite. Out of Little Mix, Jade is my number Harry's one Harry's my favorite. Jade is my number one bitch. But like, I mean, I love all three of them equally. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very uh, hard to Jessie choose. Jessie has been canceled. Cut out. Snip. Snip, snip. Anyway. She's unimportant. So that's it. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> did you have fun? I did. Catch I us did. next week for the fucking Snatch Game. We're very... <laughs> We're very, very, very excited about Snatch Game. There was no hints given as to who people were being. None. So the tea will be poured next week, but we'll be there trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. I'm very excited to see who people are. Um, but yeah, let us know who you're rooting for. Let us know how you're feeling. If you're watching Canada's Drag Race, feel free to slide in our DMs. We yes. are caught up. Our friend, who we're going to have a special guest, we think, next week. So keep an eye out. But we have been watching Canada's Drag Race. Nick and I are kind of into it. Yeah. But our friend texted us and she was not. So keep us posted on your fields on Canada's Drag Race if you're watching. I think it's overall a good season and I'm excited, but it's mostly because Brooklyn Heights is there. Like I'm most excited about Brooklyn Heights, but we do have a lot of queens that we like. So I'm very sure. I will always love a season of Drag Race, even if I don't like it, you know? But here's the thing. I think we'll like it. Yeah, I I think I'm going to like it no matter what. Anyway, we love you all. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Escaping Reality. We are so grateful to have you all in our little podcast fam. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe and give us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow for new episode notifications. We love interacting with you and want to hear your take on each episode as you watch. So slide into those DMs at, at Escaping Reality Pod on Instagram or tweet us your feels at ESC Reality Pod on Twitter. Go ahead and hit us up. We're so excited to finally watch a show in real time with y'all and can't wait to go on this RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under journey with you. Make sure you follow us on social media to see how you can interact with us about the show and your favorite queens slash looks. We have lots of fun episodes planned, so stay tuned for all your Survivor and RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under content. Thanks so much for listening and escaping reality with us. Bye. Oh, 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 oh